What's up, everybody? Welcome to We The Process, episode 24. You know, we're closing in on 25. You know what? At, there's 26, 27, 28, 100. I'm just saying. We're getting there. It's Timmy, crazy. Timmy James right here. Dude, I know how to count. I'm shit. A, I'm a great counter. Oh, shit. I'm just saying. I'm going to oh put it God. out there. I'm a great counter. But, you know, um, right off the bat, thank you guys so much for coming last week to our live podcast at Ed Green. It was a huge success. There was a lot more people than we expected, which was obviously great news. Um, thank you again for for to Joey for having us out. Um, it was awesome. I had a very good time. Yeah, I had a really fun time, and it was really cool just to be able to do something like that and be able to experience like doing a podcast where we completely can't even hear each other. Oh, talk. yeah. I, I couldn't hear <laughs> anything. I, I listened back to the episode. I must have asked you. I was like, I'm sorry. I had no idea what you just said. Yeah. I, At least okay, like though. five it, times. It was great that we couldn't hear because we couldn't hear because all of our loyal listeners were out there. It's true. It was great. The place was packed. And it was a great way to get us hyped up for that huge Eagles win last week. Oh, man. It, I mean. We just went into each other's arms right away. It was amazing. It was it was a great time. Um, very, very good time at Engrain. Very good game. Um, for the Eagles, too, which sets up an NFC Championship in South Philadelphia tomorrow. Um, pretty crazy. And we're going to talk about that. Obviously, we're going to talk about Joel Embiid. All-star starter. Love it. Our own Joel Embiid. I feel like I'm. A He's part our baby. Of this. He's actually our baby. Dude, I feel like I'm a part of. Like we him. brought him up from just the bottom, bro. I agree. But you know what we like to talk about first? We like to talk about the Randy Knowles team. And you know, every week we talk about Jamie Pollander and how you should talk to her about buy, buying, selling, renting in South Jersey. I'll give her her phone number: 609-970-3530. You hit her up. Buy, sell, rent, South Jersey. Buy, That's great. buy, buy, buy. But guess what? There's, they're doing a little something different. Oh. You want to hear about this? Oh, are you please. interested? Oh, I'm very. From now until Super Bowl Sunday, oh, they're listing the Randy Knowles team at 511 Shetland Court in Washington Township. It's a fully renovated condo. They're offering a brand new washer and dryer with an accepted offer. How well, can you live without a brand new washer? You know, and dryer you have the hustle and bustle of moving into a place. You know, you have to buy this and that. You have to paint this and that. You have to, you know, buy new curtains. You, they're going to take care of your washer and dryer. The thing that it's, it's, you need to clean your clothes for free, just with an accepted offer. It's two less things you have to worry about because when you're buying a house, there's a lot of things you got to worry about. And those are the things that you get from the Randy Knowles team. You don't get anywhere else. It's, it's facts. Buy, sell, rent, South Jersey, Randy Knowles team, Jamie Knowles, Pollander. That's it. We love them. We're going to get this episode going. We the process. Let's go. <laughs> So if you listen to this podcast, I hope you do, um, you know that we're going to talk about two things today. And I'm sure maybe you even knew, like, what's going on in Philly? The, you know, the We The Process guys. You were probably just sitting there waiting, like, when is We The Process going to drop an episode specifically talking about Joel Embiid and the Eagles? I mean, exactly. I mean, you didn't even tell me, and I already knew. So right. Maybe a little Kemble Walker trade talk, because, like, maybe I think we should talk about this. I think but, we should. So... I think we should talk about Joel Embiid first because, again, it is very important and very awesome, but we have an NFC championship looming. So, again, priorities. It's, yeah. it's kind of a big deal. It, you know, depends how you look at it. If you're just a baseball guy, then never mind. You probably don't even listen to this podcast. Maybe you do because our thing is like the Liberty Bell, so it's kind of like the Phillies. Yeah. Well, so, Sorry that we It's all about branding, you. dude. It sucks them right in. But anyway. Branding. So, Joel Embiid is named an all-star. Ooh, mm. he's actually called an 
an also, all-star. An all-star all starter, which is very impressive. Um, I did not think this was going to happen. I thought, this is just what I thought, because he's very good. I think people will always have a problem with his injury risk. They always say, like, oh, well, he's only played this many games and did this. Dude, sh I hate that. You can't deny the stats, brother. You can't deny the stats. Show brother. me the tape. You heard it all, all the right. time. All right. Like, I will show this you is the, the tape. tape. Like, I thought Al Horford was going to get it over him. I would have been visibly upset. Al Horford is quietly having a very good year, though. Yeah. I mean, he, he makes that Boston offense click. I mean, obviously, they have a lot of good players, but... Right. Being able to run it through that through him in the paint and then him be able to pass it when he's on the perimeter. Yeah. He just, just makes shots. He just makes shots everywhere on the court. Yeah. And I mean, and as a Dominican. big man, that's a great... So does Joel Embiid. Yeah, he's international too, just like jo Joel. He's yeah. from the Dominican brother. Um, I think it was very fitting, we, us playing them the other day too. A little, little revenge um, up there in the garden. Um, kind of try to bounce back from the England-British yeah. loss. Absolutely. No J.J. Redick. He's out for... I think they said he's going to be out like... For 10 to 14 days, he'll be reevaluated. So Classic Sixers, by the cl way. Right very classic Sixers, not telling us anything about his injury, which is okay. I mean, he's he's up there in age. I don't know. It was a contusion, right? He left the game with like a... Was like it was limping. like a... What, what was it? A contusion? I think on, they said it was a contusion, a, a leg contusion. A little bruise? That's, That's exactly what, what it is, like, a bruise. That's what a contusion is. Like a, it's a fancy. It's a long season, and he's an old guy. Maybe they're just trying to give him some some extra yeah, rest. Yeah, a long season. He might not even be here next year, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean that one year deal. But anyway, Joel Embiid, All Star starter, joining LeBron James from the East. Anyway, LeBron James, Giannis. Kyrie, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and who was the fourth from the East? Mm, I literally just looked at it like twenty minutes ago, and I don't remember. Wow. Just so the sole fact I would have been prepared for this very moment right now. Right. I, I prepared myself. Right. I'm and now I'm shit in the bed. I'm going to look it up right now. But anyway, who's from the West, Kyle? Do you remember? Um, I'm pretty sure it's like Steph Curry, KD. Um, other than that, I don't remember. I know that Russell Westbrook kind of got snubbed a little bit. Well, yeah. But, I mean, that's a very underachieving Thunder team. They're not, yeah. they're not being thought of. Um, He's not being thought of anyway. Yeah. All right, so... They're starting to put it together a little Western bit. Western Conference is Captain Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, DeMar DeMarcus Cousins. I mean... That's a little two-teammate two action right there. Literally. That's pretty wild. I there, think Clay Thompson's five, actually though. starting, too. I thought there was five starters. I think Clay Thompson is the starter, starter, too. So it's Steph, Cousins. KD, Clay Thompson, Anthony Davis, and uh, Boogie. Okay, here we go. Not here we go. I still didn't get it. <laughs> Good radio right here. Let's see. This is great radio. Ooh. Um, let's see here. Ooh. Ah. Ooh. Ooh. Definitely Kyrie. We can talk about LeBron. the celebrity all-star game, too. That'd be fun. Ooh. Who's even playing? Is Kevin Harden? I hope Quavo's playing, because he, he can Quavo? Huncho. Yeah, Quavo. Quavo? Quavo. Is it? I think it's Quavo. Okay. It's spelled Quavo. Hate on me. <laughs> I hate like I'm big a time phonetics guy. Okay, over here. I'm a Philly phonetic. I like you. Okay, so Eastern Conference: Kyrie Irving, Demar Derozan. Demar. Okay, rightfully it. so. Uh, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid. Okay, Western Conference: Steph Curry, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, Demarcus Cousins. Do you really think Clay Thompson? I like, you don't think about James Harden enough, in my opinion. It's amazing how much 
when I think about the best players in the NBA, I don't think about James Harden. And he Although I is. also believe that he is one of the best players in the NBA. It's funny how that works. He's very, he's very Kawhi Leonard to me. Like, I don't think about him a lot. He's actually very similar to Kawhi in that sense, but then at the same time, their games he's are a cold like polar killer. opposite. So if anyone, if I could just, you know, put this into everyone's head, Joel Embiid in the league is viewed as a top 10 player. Okay, which is great by the fans, and it was it was a joint voting, right? It was fan vote and player vote combined. Is that mm-hmm. how it worked? Yeah, that's how I perceive it. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry, but I'm perceiving this as Joel Embiid was viewed as one of the best ten players in the league. And I mean, he should Sixers. be. He is a process product. He's on the Sixers. It's just crazy to think about that. You know, like five years ago, like we literally had nothing. And now we have one of the best players in the league. Furk and Aldemir, own... okay. <laughs> Dude, Spencer Arnett Hawes. Moultrie was slamming the rock home. Dude, Tony Roten. Tony. Tony Roten, dude. Dude, I'm telling you. Love Roten. I mean, yeah. Like, that's what we had to look <laughs> no forward to problem, every night. Dude. Like, in, like, in and out every night, we're like, oh, I hope Roten scores. Sounds like, like me. 15, it could really break the game open, you know? <laughs> If Roten can just finish at the rim one of these times, like he'll be really good. Um, but yeah, I want everyone to to definitely soak this in. This is a this is a process. Like as far as the process is concerned, victory. This is a benchmark in the process. Um, this is you know only the beginning though, in my opinion. I think Ben Simmons might be able to squeak in as a reserve. I hope mm-hmm. he does. He deserves it. I know he's a rookie. I, I know that. Um, who's the guy? Who's the kid from the Jazz? He's oh, uh, abs- Donovan Mitchell. He is absolutely going to get voted in. Yeah. Um, because the Jazz just really have no one else. He is a very, very good player. He is. Um, overlooked in the draft, of course. He's he's one of these late guys. Um, dare I say he can jump out of the gym? Yeah, he... <laughs> dare I say. <laughs> um, but yeah, Classic. Very, very good basketball player. Very athletic. Very fun to watch, too. I yeah. enjoy his highlights. I enjoy when the NBA posts... Uh, videos it's like comparing two of his dunks and you get to pick which one is better i enjoy when um especially i enjoy when players kind of defy the odds and, and you know break through and you know no one thought he was going to be the best yeah and he he's very good so very cool Donovan Mc- and he wears number 45 like that's just odd and i like it you know it's like I mean? almost like michael jordan breaking news right here Donovan mitchell better than michael jordan or the 45 was, uh, did you know michael jordan one time in his career played baseball what he played baseball? Fucking baseball. That's just like Antonio Gates, but with basketball. Wait, what? Yeah, Antonio Gates played basketball. You didn't know that? No, I knew Jimmy Graham did. <laughs> did you know Jimmy Graham did? No, but Nick Foles also did. Nick Foles? Yeah. Former Arizona Wildcat? He was offered ver- various D1 scholarships to play uh, basketball. Nick Foles? Wait, why? He's like, I mean, he's like 6'7 and like tall and like... Dude, have you ever heard of a fucking small forward? Dude. You ever heard of fucking Sam Decker? Dude. Oh, I can only imagine Nick Foles talking trash, like, in on a basketball Yeah, court. how you doing? Yeah. yeah. What's up, man? You smell like poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Nick. Hey, uh, I think you're really stupid. You know what? I'm sorry. That was too mean. <laughs> <laughs> Big dick Nick, dude. He fit in right into it at the NBA. I mean, TJ McConnell? Former Arizona Wildcat as well. Didn't Shaq's son just sign Arizona, too? Yeah, I think so. Everyone's hyping him up because he didn't make the... All American game, like AI was like playing my game. I was like, I wish that was me. Like, oh, I know, I really wish that was like me LeBron's. Too. Like, love don't it. worry, love, love AI. He's like, don't worry, nephew. Like they missed on you. I'm like, 
How's this kid gonna get snuffed from the the All American game? Snuffed. He, <laughs> Wait, he got murdered. What did I say? You said snuffed. Oh my bad. You meant snubbed. Yeah, snuffed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm silly, but yeah, um, yes. Yeah, so Joel Joel Embiid, All Star, awesome. They. I want to talk about that win against Boston a little bit. Before too. we do that, you know what else is pretty cool about that? What's that? That we have two of the top ten in jersey sales, too. That's which right. Which just goes to show you that nationally they're viewed as top ten Who players they, in the NBA. I'm going to go nuts right now. Because you, we finally have two players that... It's Embiid and Simmons. Like We kind of like define ourselves now like that. You have Embiid, just a monster. Just slamming the ball off on everyone's head, blocking shit out of the gym. Timmy right now is putting on a Joel Embiid jersey. I love it. And he contributed to that jersey sale, man. Embiid's obviously a little higher than Simmons, but it's still impressive that Simmons just coming into the NBA and kind of getting disrespected. I had to do it. I had to put this jersey on. I we love it, honestly. It? I like the stripes under it now. I was, think- I was thinking about it, and now I'm doing it, okay? This is so necessary, by the way. I just feel it. I'm feeling it. I'm excited for the game tonight. They're playing the Milwaukee Bucks without Jonas Antetokounmpo. He's out for two games. I hope. I hope. I actually kind of hope that we wear those cream alternates. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. That's I'm going to the game. February third, they're wearing them. February thirty third. Dude, they're on sale at the center. Oh, really? Yeah. They're probably like a million dollars. Well, they're probably like. Well, the authentic ones are like two hundred, and then like they have they have like a cheaper version actually. If we want to talk jerseys really quick, but we're not going to. But yeah, love jersey. Um, top ten in jersey sales. We got two of them: Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, obviously. And uh, yeah, I had to put my jersey on because I trust the process. I'm very hyped up for Joel. Very Embiid. nice jersey. I I feel very, I don't know. I I I, you I feel comfortable in your own skin. I no. I I've talked about it publicly. I made a statement on our Instagram that he is one of my favorite basketball players I've ever watched play, and it's true. Emergency press I, conference. I enjoy watching him play. Especially when he does things like he did the other night. I mean, Rihanna. you can't guard him. No, we'll, we'll, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that. But what, 26 16 or 27 16? It was like 26 16 and like eight assists assist or like six assists or Dude, something crazy. You can't guard him. Aaron Baines like tried. He's very frustrating to play against. And that, it makes me happy. It makes me very happy watching him draw a foul. And someone just be like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And he loves it. He soaks. He hits all his free throws. He hypes the crowd up. You can't be quiet when he's shooting free throws. He gets mad. Yeah, he's he, he has to be like one of the only players in NBA history to like actually make the crowd get louder while he's shooting free throws. It's crazy. I love it. But and he's also one he's of just, the only people. He just draws his energy from the fucking crowd, which is like what every great player seems to have done. Right. Especially their home crowd. You, you you look at the comparisons to him and AI as far as the connection to the city. And dare I say it, Joel Embiid has a very interesting and unique tie to this city. It's a very deep connection. He has literally taken the reins of the process. I think he's the face of the franchise over Ben Simmons. He is very great with the media he, he's very outspoken he's never like i don't know he's he, he's just positive and he's, he's just a perfect person and he's to, negative yeah in the right ways yeah like i want to play more back-to-backs yeah and he's like it's bullshit the yeah. minutes restriction and guess what he's a the one night mb went out there and played 40 minutes which i still don't agree with yeah because that's too much that's too much for especially a big man yeah especially a big man with injury concerns yeah. especially in the first half of the season where, again, 
you want to be competing for a playoff spot this year. It all has to come back down to the, the primetime Sixers. Whenever we have primetime games, I feel like our upper management is like in Brett Brown's ear to like do something. I mean, they run a business. They run a it's very true. lucrative business. They run, and you know, obviously, if you think about businesses in our country, what was that? <laughs> I hope that wasn't anyone's body. Yeah, that was loud. But I, as far as in this country is concerned, I mean, you have one of the most lucrative businesses, you know, the organizations in a business, the NBA, in in the fucking world. So I would be in his ear too. Is it a vio that, first of all, obviously you're aware that O'Neal, he owns yes, the Devils. Yes, it's a vio. Big you time. Saw, you saw what I'm talking about? Keep going. That this Philadelphia 76ers account was liking like New Jersey Devils like posts and like, stuff like yes, that. Yes, I have a it's big kind problem of a vio. That. It's a destiny vio. Big time vio. And we're, you know what else like Scott O'Neill owns? Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace FC in England. Which, was, I mean, that, that whole time. Bottom of the table. Yeah. <laughs> well, usually bottom of the table. I mean, they're a London club, too, and they don't have much success. It, they broke back into the Premier League a couple years ago, and, and they, they have, like, Wilfred Zaha, who has been growing as a player and now being shopped to, like, Tottenham and these bigger clubs. Yeah, that's what sucks about when you have, like, a smaller club like that. I know. That's but what happens. Like, Not to get too much on a tangent right now about the... Premier League? Yeah. No, I, I'll I talk mind. about it really quick because, like, you're totally right. I think that the most... The best part about English Premier League soccer is the relegation and promotion system. Oh, I fucking love that shit. It is like the greatest idea ever. I wish they did it in more leagues. It's in so our hard country. to implement it. it, it like you can't just right. all, all of a sudden just. You literally they have four leagues set up. Like there's the, um, the one, the two, the championship, and, and then, then the, the A and B. Like, so like it makes it that much worth it. Like could you imagine riding with a team for you know however many years and they finally climb up into the Premier League? Well, or, that's why. I, or vice versa. Like yeah. you have a Premier League club and then like three years later you're all in the dumps. Like. You're f- like that sucks. I think that the MLS really needs to take a lesson, do all that stuff, and then align their schedule with the Premier League schedule. So when they're good and we're bringing in this talent, we can also compete in the Champions League like our top teams. Then that's going to draw more players to come and be I like, agree. oh, we can just dominate great- the MLS and then get into the Champions League. It's a great business model. I mean, you have the USL in in you know in the states now as well as the MLS. The and the USL affiliate for the Union is the Bethlehem Steel. So you have Bethlehem Steel and the Union, and in fact, they're one of the, the the only club to really start a farm system in the MLS, and they're kind of like kind of um, like spearheading this whole campaign of uh, developing players, yeah. kind of like they do in England. Yeah. So like an academy and stuff like that. There's U U nineteens and U, like younger kids being signed to the Union at a young age and growing with the team, kind of like how they do. You know, in in Europe and in, in, in countries like that. Yeah, it's a really good idea because obviously. Everybody knows that football is sort of becoming a problem in with kids right. and people's like they're not going to want their kids to be bashing each other's heads in. Right, and they're going to need our country's going to need that next sport. Actually, that that next sport, you know, if if they don't if they stop playing football, people stop playing football. And it seems right it's now, I think the happen. most popular sport among teenagers is basketball. Like yeah. basketball, basketball's and god right. That's now. why the NBA is so it's so critical for the NBA to have stars. And I think, again, Joel Embiid is a great role model. You know what else is critical for the NBA to have, and it's coming back? What's that? That, like, scrappiness on, like, any given night oh, that there could so be, like, fights. a fight. Dude. Or, like, someone breaking into someone's locker room. And dude, that is like that. the funniest thing ever. He told, dude, that, the NBA dude, just needed Chris that Chris Paul drama. knew where El Chapo's tunnel was at, at oh the Staples God, Center. Oh, my God, that shit was that, hilarious. How funny is that? Literally, he tunneled under there with a spoon. I saw him. Yeah, it was, like, Shawshank Redemption all over again. Paul Shank Redemption. Nice. Let's go. That was nice. That I, was a good pull. Paul thank, Shank Redemption. Thanks, man. But, yeah, no, so Joel Embiid, all-star, um, big win against the Celtics the other night. Um, 
I did want to talk about that really quick. I just want to talk about how uh, T.J. McConnell should be starting at the two. I know he's little. He's a little guy. But Jared Bayless should not be in the starting lineup. Jared Bayless needs less minutes. T.J. McConnell needs, needs more minutes. Yeah. You, you, you played a couple of good teams this past week. You have actually I read I was reading about this. They have the fourth easiest schedule from here on out now. After the game of Boston, here on out they have the fourth easiest schedule in the league. Ba- based on the first half of the season or based on Yeah, because the first half of the season they were like top three difficult schedule and they are five hundred. Well, okay? they started off on the road playing like all these difficult ass teams like like Boston right. and like Toronto and like all them guys. So what's half of five hundred, Kyle? Half of two fifty. Two fifty. Yeah. Okay. So let's just say hypothetically. That you were at 500 with one of the top um, schedules, like difficulty-wise, in the league. So let's add 250, which is half of... 750. 750. Oh, so sure. if, you're, if your winning percentage is 750 on here from here on out, you're going to be winning a lot more games. Winning. They're the eight seed right now. So it's very accurate. I think you could say that they could be around that 5 four, four five, range. Yeah. Halfway agree. through the yeah. eight. I, honestly, there is zero flaw in your logic, and I just have to commend you. I'm a mathematician. I've, you're good at counting. You're I'm good at adding. Ca- I can count all the way up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you can count all the way. All the um, way up. up. You know, up, down. Yeah. But not um, to go too much on soccer, but dude, did you see the Tottenham's new stadium that they're building? Yeah. That's that shit's the, insane. That's where the NFL is going to be playing their football games. I was literally blown away watching that video of like the t- of like the the, dare I say the pitch? The pitch moving. coming up and like moving out of the way, and yeah. then a gridiron. That is underneath. a big money club. A pitch and a gridiron, dude. I'm a big time Spurs fan. I'm a I'm a Spurs fan. Okay, now people may me call me fraudulent, but guess what? I don't live in England. As a young fella, I played FIFA a lot, and I just liked that there was a, a fella, like rooster, or a spur, or a cockerel, on <laughs> like their logo. Because, like, as a kid, I'm like, why don't these teams have names like Philadelphia Flyers, Philadelphia Eagles, it's Tottenham Hotspur. It's just, like... It's weird. It's, like, a club Or, like, the Manchester United, like, Red Devil. So, like, I liked their logo the best as a young guy. And I just rode... Ride or die. Fucking Gareth Bale. Why not? out of here. Harry fucking Kane, dude. Dude, Gareth Bale, dude. I love Harry Kane. Fucking Welshman. He is a Welshman. They Um, both are. Yeah, Real Madrid. Wait, is Harry Kane from... Wales? No, he's from nah, he might be from England. He's, from, he's the captain of the English football team. No, nah, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that. He's out El Capitan. El Capitan. But, um, yeah. So. What were we talking about? The Sixers? No, oh, yeah. The Celtics. Um, no, we're just talking about the, the strength schedule on the way out. Yeah. I, I was good at counting. That's what we kind of ended on. And then we talked. You were like, not to talk about soccer again. Oh, yeah. That's but exactly, yeah, that's that's London, exactly oh, what happened. That's where, like, the London. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be open for the Eagles Jaguars game next year. I don't think so. Could I mean, you imagine if the NFL played this this well? If the Jags win and the Eagles win and we play in the Super Bowl and the rematch could be in London next year? That is, like, genius marketing. I'm just saying. Mm, if it's rigged, it's still going to be a good for game. Us. You have like, two teams that are in their conference championship games. That's pretty cool. Like, if the NFL, like, somehow finds out that, like, it sort of is in some way rigged, which I don't believe, no. Why not, not just rig it? In my favor. Yeah. Please. <laughs> rig it in the Eagles' favor. <laughs> like, like, I don't care if it's rigged. Just like, let me It's going to be boring if the Patriots win the Super Bowl again. I like, know. If, if, like, to be honest, I you know, you have Pats fans, and they have a pretty decent fan base. They have a huge section of the country that is literally their fan base. New England is their fan base. It's yeah, a bunch they have of a states. region. Right. They're a regional team. But it, it, it is boring. As, as the, the, the football fan looking from the outside in, not, like, taking fandom out of it, it's boring when a team wins all the time. You want someone to dethrone them. And that's why, like... 
people want the Jags to win. They're not going to, probably, but you're going to want the Jags to win. It's the boat versus the goat. Dude, the boat versus the goat. Dude, Blake Bortles is one of the funniest people I've ever, like, watched videos yeah, of. Uh, hey, Blake, what do you do, like, when you wake up in the morning? Usually, I, uh, uh, just, I just piss. piss. Do you see the other one? No. He's like, what, what would you be doing if um you weren't playing football? He was like, uh, probably doing construction, ripping heaters, or something like that. <laughs> ripping cigs, or something like that. Ripping Dude, cigs? Yeah. He's like, probably doing construction, ripping Yikes. cigs. Yeah, no, um, he Eagles. had another one, too. Let's dude. talk Eagles. We're not talking Blake Bortles. You know I who we're Bortles. talking? Fucking Nick fucking Foles, dude. Dude, lay He's it, our baby. Lay it the fuck on. So, baby. let's talk about our predictions from last week. Um, I predicted that the Falcons would score 10 points. You did. I'm just saying. I, didn't, I also predicted that if we hold them under 20, we would win. You did predict that. I also predicted that um, there will be one play in this game where a ball will ricochet off someone's knee and Torrey Smith will catch it and Jake Elliott will drill a field goal to put us up by five. You definitely did call that. Nobody heard it because it was really loud in there. But yeah, exactly. I, I heard it. I agree. Like, no one heard it, but it happened. We also predicted they'd be in the NFC Championship game. We did predict that. That actually did happen. We did predict that, but I would... The, here's my take on this game against... We're going to get right into it. We're going to talk about this game against the Vikings. My opinion, right off the bat... The hard game is out of the way. The Falcons game was that tough game. There you said it. I'm just saying it. You said I, it. I think people are hyping this game up bigger than it has to be. I think that all of the pressure is on the Vikings. Do you want to come back and play a Super Bowl in your stadium? Yes. Right. That's like a, it's never <laughs> happened before. Yeah, it has not happened. You just beat the New Orleans Saints where I don't know how close that line was. I don't know who was favored. Um, I believe the Vikings were fair. Okay, and they still won, but they won on that last second momentum, like, very emotional, play. Very emotional win, and you know what they say after emotional wins? Comes down. Trap game. Dude, you you come in as a favorite. Yep. On the road in the playoffs. After an emotional win like that. That is a trap game written all over it. And especially, like, your, your offense is mainly based off of getting lucky. Like, right. feeling... Made it an insane catch. Yeah. Like, to help them even get in range to throw that ball to Diggs. Oh, yeah. Then Diggs makes a crazy play because the rookie corner safety, whoever that was, made a dumbass decision. Right. I mean, the decision was smart in the moment. He just, like, went too early. He was trying to tackle him inbounds and avoid the pass interference. So, like, I, like that's what he said, which makes sense, but... Uh, no, I agree. Dumb. I mean... but He just whiffed. Yeah, he whiffed. If he made any contact at all... He probably would have stepped out. He would have out. stepped out, or he would have like been tackled, or maybe Steph wouldn't have caught that ball. Yeah. But he's going to be but someone. he did, and they're in the NFC Championship game, which is fucking crazy. He's going to be someone that a lot of focus is going to need to be put on, especially his over-the-top speed. Um, they have a pretty reasonable tight end in Kyle Rudolph. They have this thing where if Jarek McKinnon and Latav- Latavius Murray combine for like 100 yards from scrimmage, they win like almost every game which is another thing that we're going to have to watch. But you, you come into Philly, um, you know, our third overall ranked defense versus the number one ranked overall defense. We have the better run defense, though, um, don't we? Yeah. Yeah, so we're averaging like 86 a game. Something like that. Which is great. Like, that's obviously – I mean, if they sp- – like Plus, we're McKinnon, a whole di- it's a whole different defense um, away than it is home for both teams. I'm just saying, it, it is going to be warm, though. It's going to be 55. That's what they said last week. Yeah, but it's going to be. But it is because it's warm out right now. It's gorgeous out today. Um, We went into the city. We had a little coffee. Yeah, so you want to talk about our morning like before we really get into the Eagles? So Kyle, um, I texted him last night. 
again, I work a little late. So we were going to record the pod last night, but we didn't. I was like, hey, no, come over, come over early. We'll go get some coffee and we'll, we'll come and we'll record the podcast. So I'm like, where are we going to get coffee? I'm just like a great, another great coffee shop locally. It's reanimator coffee. It's over in Fishtown in Philly. Delicious coffee. Um, they literally put me in this like tank of like this like gooey like green shit and literally reanimated me yeah he so kyle has been reanimated he needed to be reanimated he had a very tired very tired very tiring day and then night now his hands are tired today my hands were very tired this morning but um yeah we had a great little morning we listened to a little hip-hop what were we listening to mf doom well we'll do a little joey badass yeah i think that was about it yeah it's usually it's usually what i listen to it's on par but um yeah birds yeah birds so go birds like I don't know Very what else big to game, say. obviously. I mean, uh, first NFC Championship game since, what, 08? Yeah, against the, uh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Yeah. Um, that's after that big win against the Giants, who were the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of blew the doors off of them. I remember that. That was amazing. And it was kind of, again, a trap game. Yeah. The, the Cardinals game was like was a Brent Selleck coming out Was party. that the, the Cardinals-Steelers? Yes. Okay. Because yeah. then that was the split cover the next year in Madden. Yeah. It was Troy Palomalu and uh, Larry Fitz. It should have just been Larry Fitz, to be yeah. honest. He's one of the best or, wide receivers I've ever seen. Or what do you call him? Troy Palomalu. Yeah. One or the other. Yeah, but you're not going to put the... the, the a state, the loser... Or, no, they won. They won, but you're not going to put Troy Palomalu on the cover of Madden. You're not going to put... Why? He's not Brian Dawkins. Brian Dawkins was never on the cover of Madden. I'm just saying, he's not... like He was very good, but he's not like the flashy guy. I get the yeah, hair, right. but like Larry Fitz was the flashy guy. He was young at the time too. He was like the up and comer. You, I guess like so. you're gonna put I a mean, wide receiver on. There I mean, over I would. Safety. I don't think I would put flashy and Larry Fitzgerald in the same sentence. But well, I mean, he's a wide receiver. You're right. He's, he's a diva. Guy, exactly. You put the diva over the safety. That the hard nosed, long and very soft spoken guy. Yeah, exactly. Troy. He's very soft spoken. Who Almost Brian to- Dawkins is better than him, but he might get in the Hall of Fame earlier because of the rings. Which I doubt, but... No, I think Brian Dawkins is in this year. Really? Because guess what? Who just got in trouble? Brian Urlacher? Yeah, I saw that. Um, what happened with him again? Um, some of, He's being sued for like for $125 like million. Yeah, dollars. it was like... Yeah, it was so like that, I think that opens up a spot, honestly. You can, like, the NFL doesn't want that right yeah. now. So then, I think that opens up a spot for T.O. and Dawkins again. And they both should. I, I think that... I mean, obviously, I just want Dawkins to get in more than T.O. Because yeah, obviously, Brian he meant Dawkins a lot more to me than T.O. did. easily one of the best character men that have ever played in the NFL. You ever watch like those um like NFL top tens on the NFL network? Of course. It's like safeties of all time. Then Dude, it has I like a bunch of people like exactly. It has a bunch of people like in rooms like and they're like each getting interviewed, you're triggering me. And when everyone like they were doing Brian Dawkins, it was like number four or whatever. And everyone's like mild mannered, soft spoken. Then it cuts to the next guy like very mild mannered, very soft spoken. Like, everyone he's, was saying how mild-mannered and self-spoken he was, and then they showed this clip of him just Weapon X. He's know? a great guy. That's why. He's, he's two he's different guy. people. And he gets me hyped for every Eagles game now. They put out the video, and they know what to do. They do it correctly. They put Brian Dawkins in it. They're, Nothing gets me more hype than watching Brian Dawkins hype me up. They're using Brian Dawkins like the uh, Flyers use, like, Kate Smith or something. Oh, my God. Oh, you know <laughs> when they bust out Kate Smith, it's an important game. Well, yeah, but hey, over the past couple of years, though, they've been, like, I don't know. They haven't been using Kate Smith properly, in my opinion. Well, I think there's there was a whole movement in the city um, pre Ed Snyder death that was very we need to get away from this whole like Broad Street bully era hockey, and they're starting to get out of it. But 
They really need to. Yeah. They really need to. They need a little physicality. They there. need to start revamping quicker. They don't do it fast enough. They could have done it. I think that, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm going I'm to say these things right now. And I, you could disagree with me. You're wearing your flyer stuff. You're going down to the barn for a double dip today, which is fucking awesome. Okay. Flyers. Little Flyers Sixers. hockey, little Sixers basketball. Can't Pretty wait. awesome. But I think they should have traded Wayne Simmons when he was very, very, like, at the top. He's still a pretty good forward, but there was a point last year that he was, like, one of the best in the league, and I think you could have flipped him for a decent amount of prospects. Literally, you could just skate him out in front of the net, and somehow the puck was going to get in. I agree. That's pretty much what Wayne Simmons was. I agree. Um, you could have done that. I think that Claude Giroux um, could have been moved as well. I get he's the captain. Maybe he can stay. Maybe he's the piece you don't move. I mean, you can move Voracek. I think they're, they they make terrible decisions as far as um, goaltending choices. Yeah. I think that Brian Elliott... Way too many Band-Aids. Brian Elliott is a good player, but again, how long is he going to be here for? It's Carter Band-Aid. Hart is a very good prospect who's looking... He, he played for the World Juniors for Canada. He was their starter. Looking pretty good there. So why uh, not bring him up? Exactly. I, I just... I was never... Like, like I like what Hetzel has been doing, but he has been very um, like reserved. I guess you could say, yeah. or I, he's a former player. Yeah, I think that's the problem. He doesn't want to disrespect Back the logo, to, or he doesn't want to disrespect someone who he knows has been working hard, like like a veteran guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it, there's it's a business, and I think that they don't treat ex- it like that. Yeah, they no, treat you're it like right. a family. I agree with that. That's what they do. They I think we're like, agreeing right now. They treat it like a family business. Yeah. That's what it is. They don't it's want to hurt any not, feelings. I mean, now that it's the Spectacore that owns it, the Comcast Spectacore, got to start viewing it more as a business than, than it was under Ed Snyder. I it's, agree. It's a lot different now. And I think that, not to you know disrespect Ed Snyder or anything, but you should use that opportunity to move in like a different direction. Yeah, like, you know, it, you know it, it, with the death, it's a good time to move forward. Yeah. I see what you mean. But let's talk fucking birds, because the Flyers aren't playing in the NFC Championship tomorrow. Fucking Eagles are. And it's... And I love the birds tomorrow. It's great. So do I, I'm telling you, I think the hard game is out of the way. That Falcons game was very yeah, everyone. Again, we were underdogs. The whole dog movement, which is great. It's I had the another, cut off the cut out dog mask. Yeah, I, um, I think they sold out on Amazon. There's gonna be like half of that, like thirty thousand dog masks down there tomorrow. That's gonna be great. Dude. Um, it's gonna be great home atmosphere. That's gonna be um, scary. Th- you know, Philadelphia is always an underdog. Like we're an underdog city. We're very blue collar. And we can really get behind that identity. Yeah. And I think it's going to show tomorrow. Yeah, it's like anyone in the national media is always like, oh, yeah, it's Philly. Either yeah. either they're saying we're blockheads or we're lovable losers yeah. or they we're threw, hateable losers. Or they threw snowballs at Santa Claus. That is terrible. I hate that shit. I they, hate it. I, I, hate I like it. how they buried the hatchet with that on like Monday Night Football this year. Yeah, good point. They need you to just stop talking but, about it. Like, that's a great – thank you for bringing up Monday Night Football because I remember that episode afterward we talked about – how gritty that game was and how it yeah it wasn't a pretty game but they found a way to win when they shouldn't have and i said that those games are going to be important come playoff time case in point the atlanta falcons game exactly okay? yeah. it, you found a way to win that game you you had atlanta marching down you know they're gonna go to julio on the last play honestly like you're saying this they're marching down the closer they got to the end zone, the more confident I got. I totally – they did – did There's, you see the stat? Zero. Yeah, he was like one for 18 connecting yeah. with Julio Jones no. in the red zone Yeah, this year. but the Eagles have never let up a touchdown in the red zone in at the home. fourth quarter all year at home or something like that. That's crazy. I did not know that. 
It, it was something like that. Or like, like at the, home, they yeah, never it's just let, like the Falcons. Like the closer they get, the more confident I am that they're not going to score. Like they have. To I have think that I think it's crazy to play. think um, that Ronald Darby wasn't covering Julio, which is fine. Jalen Mills is covering Julio. He's got, Julio's going to have a size advantage on anyone that is covering him. You knew the ball was going to him. Advantage. They did not. The play kind of broke down. I don't know if he was the first option. I don't know. Didn't Julio fall? He like slipped on the turf a little. Right, which is that's again sums up Julio Jones' season um, this year. Um, but you know, in fact, Julio had a chance to catch that ball. He did. I, you know, Jalen Mills covered him enough that he didn't catch it because even if you don't deflect the ball even if you don't intercept the ball if you are covering someone it is going to put pressure on them to catch that ball and he is a top tier wide receiver and he did not catch it i think it did touch his hands or it touched i think Jalen mills did enough to where if he would have caught it anyway he he was in position to just gently push him out of bounds it was it was a good play calm down and it was a very you know i was watching the game with you and your brothers and and everybody literally were First of all, our hearts were in our throats, and then as soon as that happened, we just pure jubilee. I think I, I think I leaped into your arms. You did. It was right away. Yeah, because we were we were both like just flexing at the TV, like yelling at the TV. Oh, dude, it was so. We were like, yeah, that's right, brother. It was satisfying. Like go birds, brother. But like, I expect more of that this week. I think this week, um, it's you know. The, the one two matchup, the the two best teams in the NFC all I like year. That right there. Going head to head. Oof. You like that? Yeah. Um, and, you know, the better team, obviously, will be going to the Super Bowl. Maybe not, though. Maybe not the best no, team. No, we haven't talked about yet. What's that? That as good as the Falcons' offense is, I mean, obviously, it was a kind of a letdown this year, but the only 10 points they scored were off the Jai fumble mm-hmm. and the crazy fucking hit off uh, Douglas's toe. Yep. So they only scored twice, and they were both off turnovers that led them in the red zone right. already. So pretty much... Are you, if are you, you trying to say that we could have won that game 15 nothing? We could have. Because obviously the only way they scored was when we let them go in the red zone. Right. Like They kicked a field goal off the Ajayi fumble. Right. And then they scored a touchdown off the, the muff punt or whatever you want to classify it as. So I call know. me crazy, but we could have shot them out. Call me fucking <laughs> crazy, dude. But yeah, I, I think... I mean, I think this that week, if we know how to control Matt Ryan, I think we'd be all right with Case Keenum. This week. Even though he continued to make plays all year. I agree. So Case Keenum has been defying um, everyone this year. I mean, um, I know John Gruden on QB camp always thought that he would be good. Somebody's going to take a shot on you, man. I, I think that this week, um, as far as predictions are concerned for this game, I think the Eagles will win this game 20-14. to 14, Okay? And... Um, you know, obviously, that's two touchdowns and a field goal. I think that the field goal will just be added. It's going to be a 17-14. And that, we're gonna, that's my prediction for final score. 17-14? It's going to be 17-14, and um, they're going to put a little something together, and Jake Elliott might hit a long field goal to put him up by six, putting the pressure on Case Keenum. Just actually score a touchdown. And I think Case Keenum will turn the ball over, and it'll be on a strip sack. Strip sack? Ooh, I would love... It'll be a strip sack, and it'll be the guy who's been making <clears throat> plays all year, and that's Fletcher Cox. I and think then, that's uh, how it's going to end. Barnett just that scoops. place is going to be rocking. It's going to be, you know, barking. It's going to be like nine, a little after nine, nine thirty, closer <laughs> to ten. A little after nine in the afternoon, my eyes will literally be the size of the fucking moon, dude. If anyone knows how happy I am right now, because Kyle just made a panic at the disco reference, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm giddy. I'm giddy. <laughs> I love Panic at the Disco. Just so you know. Even new Panic at the Disco, I love it. Brandon Yuri, are you kidding me? Fucking slays me, dude. 
I love him. Have you seen his cover of Bohemian Rhapsody? Because, like, Panic! at the Disco now is kind of just him and, like, another guy from the whole band. But he covers Bohemian Rhapsody. It is so good. His vocal range, he is a very good singer. Lay it on me, dude. Dude. You're going off right now about Panic! at the Disco. No, I'm going off about Brandon Urey, okay? All I know is lying is the most a girl can do without taking off her pants or whatever that song's called. I think it's Clothes Off. You're fine. I like you. You seem like a fever. You can't sweat out guy, so. Is it so me to make you? All right, I'm done. Are you sure? Yeah. Because you can keep going if you want. I could go all day. <laughs> but yeah, so you think 17, 14 birds. And I think, I think 20... that literally it's going to be a game winner from Jake Elliott as time expires. That would be insane. 17, 14. We're talking about on a, on a 55 degree afternoon down in South Philadelphia. The wind it's not gonna will be, be at his back. It's not going to be the same atmosphere as far as weather that it was last week, for sure. Because it was frigid. <laughs> well, you, remember, you remember how warm it was the day before, too? Frigid. Yeah. It was it was like it was like summer 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 summertime, and now it's nice. Thanks, man. The little Will Smith right there, the little Big Willie style. Who trusts the process? He loves Ben Simmons. Yep, he's like a he's a stakeholder in the Sixers. He sure is. <coughs> Jesus, <coughs> you okay? Oh, mm, yes. Mm, mm, mm. All right now. Oh man, you're a great guy. But yeah, was seventeen that? fourteen. I think that was just the the wire. No, I thought it was like a, something else. Some sort of <laughs> you got excited. Creature. You were like, oh, what's that? Some some kind of creature. Is that something we can talk about? No, I, I think that if the Eagles, I mean, Doug Peterson and his fourth down play calling Crusher is going to be very important. Fourth down play calling will be important in this game. I'm just, look, I'm, I'm reading my my brain right now. I'm not even looking at You're you. You're reading your brain. I'm reading my brain, but I, I just think that's going to be very important. <laughs> you know my friend Charlie? Uh-huh. <laughs> I just. Go I just, go ahead. I just got Kyle's whole career with that one. <laughs> That was pretty yeah, I think the fourth down play calling will be very important in this game. Obviously, if the defense plays the same way, they're winning this game. The Vikings are just, I feel like they're going to be, they're going to have a letdown game. They're going to be very just like, is that the Vikings team that everyone was worried about? I, I just feel that way. Because I felt the same way about the Falcons. I was not impressed by their game plan. Dan Quinn was outcoached by Doug Peterson. Like, he was outcoached by Doug Peterson and Jim Schwartz. He did. I don't know. They did not look ready for that game. Yeah, in my I mean, opinion. Speaking of Dan Quinn, jeez, <clears throat> I can't. I can't stop, geez, brother. I can't stop. I get, oh, hold on, sip time. <clears throat> you see that uh, Pete Carroll um, got a new defensive coordinator, and what else? He's bald with a goatee. No. Well, did you see who else the Seahawks got? No. Like an entire new staff. Did they really? I think their offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, everything. Oh, well, I was just going to say, it just continues Pete Carroll having a bald guy with a goatee as a defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, I don't know what my mom has with bald heads and uh, goatees. <laughs> There's an inside joke that my mother looks like uh, Pete, Carroll. Pete Carroll. And, like, it's nothing rude. It's not really even a joke. It's it, more it like an, it's an inside fact. Like each other. It's, it's an fine. inside fact. Like, it's not I, inside I probably joke. look like some female. I don't know. Can you think of a female I look like? Any cute one, maybe? Oh, dude, you are you're fucking blushing right now. Dude, good radio. That's that's not even bad radio. That's good radio. That's good radio. Just telling everyone that I'm blushing. But, but yeah, you're a great guy. I think we are we wrapping it up. Are we? Do you want to? I mean, I feel like we got everything. Dude, I'm just so hyped up for this game. I really am. I am. I feel very good. At, again, I feel very good about the game. I feel. I don't feel worried. Um, I feel that I've been a very important positive life force in your brother Alex's life. I have. 
you know, I, I talk to him during these games. He's very nervous, and I, I kind of talk him down. I feel like I do. He doesn't want to admit it to me because he's just always trying to trigger me, and that's fine. He likes to trigger me, but I just he tries Still to trigger family. me, and I respond with love, okay, and support. And it's I hope one day guy he realizes are. that. It's just the kind of guy you are, man. But don't forget about the Randy Knowles team's um, promotion they're running right now. Um, up until Super Bowl Sunday, they're listing at 511 Shetland Court in Washington Township, which is a fully renovated condo. They're offering a brand new washer and dryer with the accepted offer. Don't forget about that. You know, don't forget about supporting, you know, End Grain Coffee. They had us out there. They're great people out there. Just if you're ever down in that area, make the stop there. You know, Just don't make, get an ice caramel latte macchiato. No, only drink black coffee from End Grain. Okay. Gotcha. That's it. Um, that's it, man. Thank you guys for listening this week. Go Birds. We will talk to you next week about how we're going to be getting ready for the Super Bowl. Go Birds. Hashtag socks off.